Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Great Black North. I am your favorite author, Robert Mulolo. And I am your favorite host, Kevin M.D. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a special guest. Aaliyah, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I am Aaliyah Janae, and I am a cinematographer and writer from London, England. So the accent is British. I'm not from Canada, but I'm out here living in Canada. So hello, everyone. It's still north. It's still north. <laughs> it's still Welcome. north. Welcome to Great Black North. <laughs> we make exceptions sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm privileged, though. I feel privileged. <laughs> awesome. All right. So today's episode is my fault. <laughs> you know what? I get, I get inspired sometimes and I start writing stuff on Facebook instead of writing in, you know, my personal uh, space or, you know, areas where, or, you know, even my blog, which I haven't touched in a minute. But anyways, that's besides the point. So on Facebook, I, I spoke of um, what Greg, Pop Greg Popovich, uh, the coach of the Antonio Spurs uh, basketball team, uh, uh, had said. And he basically was saying that uh, an uncomfortable conversation needs to be had between the haves and the have-nots, uh, those who are privileged, those who are not privileged. And right. that inspired me because I looked at what it is that's going on also within the black community where, but first, like, I mean, when I, when I made my post, I spoke about the privilege that white folks have over black folks. And then I spoke about the privilege that black men or no, black folks have over, uh, black heterosexual folks have over um, uh, LGBTQ um, community, um, the, the black folks in the LGBTQ community, my bad. And I spoke about the privilege that black men have over black women. The response was instant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like first, first comment, black dude, what did the other two have to do with white folks over black folks? Oh, I swear I've been having this conversation for like the last 10 years of my life. <laughs> you know, like it's just been ongoing and it's just like trying to explain what it's like, like that. And, and it's like, and I think one of the guys tried to make this point again is he's like, we're, we're first, we're black before everything. And I was like, yeah, because you're a black heterosexual male. So then, yeah, of course, you're going to identify as being black over everything because that's the thing that you have to deal with, right? What happens when you're black, you're a woman, and you're homosexual? What happens that? What do you, does one take precedence over another one? Like, where, where does it begin and where does it end? Right, right. See, when when it comes to when when it comes to all to, to all that, I mean, like I mean, my response basically, I had to let them know. Like uh, folks in the gay community, black folks in the gay community are not accepted in the gay community because of racism. They're not accepted in the black community because of their sexual orientation. So basically, it's like they no matter where they want, no matter where they go, their truth is never accepted, is what it is, you know what I mean? And when it comes to women, I mean, it's just good old male privilege, that's what it is. Good old male privilege. 
good at all. Yeah, we don't like that at all. As a woman, I speak for that and say, I don't like that at all. That good old male privilege does sit well with me. I'll say that. I can speak for that part. Um, I'm interested to hear more in regards to other people's views. That was what, the other people's views. Oh, okay. oh I got it up. Religious. I got it up. Yeah, I got it up. Go to the religious views. I'm ready. Okay. So, uh, what was it? Um, I think his name was Jason Cox. Yeah. I want to put people's name on blast. Look at you. He just be putting people on blast. Right. Like, I, didn't right. his, I didn't care for his name. I didn't care for his name. You got beef with dude. Just I ain't got no beef. I ain't got oh, no beef with nobody. All right. So <laughs> part of the problem, part of the problem starts from when he says LGBT black folks can choose choose to behave in a matter that they do, which is both anti-Black and a blasphemy to the living God creator of the universe. There is no such, there is no so-called heterosexual privilege as this is how people, people are naturally supposed to behave since that behavior brings reproduction, which brings life. So disrespect your creator, you disrespect yourself, which is your mind, body, and soul, expect to be demonically attacked. I mean, come on, we're not dealing with Goblins and Google are like, relax. <laughs> no, because religious folk, I realize they always want to go on some like, like that type of tip. And it's like, it's Halloween at the end of October, relax. Like, that's how it's supposed to be anyway. That just sounds like a mess. But I understood, I would say, okay, I understand what they're saying in regards to like the heterosexuality bringing the fourth life. Okay, we get that. But everyone's view on, you know, who a creator or what a creator is is very different. So this religious stuff, I'm like, okay, that's one aspect. Next. <laughs> no. Hey, Robert, well, what happened? Tell us what happened with y'all. Nothing happened. I mean, the thing is, <laughs> I tried to explain to somebody, to, 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 this, uh, to this dude that um, it's not, like, I mean, you're not having a proper argument when your only factual document is your religious book, which not everybody follows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not everybody. But, but part of the problem is they don't see that other people can have other choices and other experiences. And like, there's just like one experience for them. There's yeah. one word, that's it. Nothing else matters. And, that, 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 and that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't understand how... To me, I just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically, like, you know, it's so narrow-minded. Right. At the end of the day, it's just like, okay, all right, you know what? This is all, this is all, this, this, this is all that's, that's real. This is all that, this is all I believe. I understand you believe that, but here's what it is. You are, you can only have that conversation with, um, how do you call it? A, with a Christian person. You cannot have that conversation with a Muslim, a Jew, or a Hindu or a Buddhist, you know what I mean? Like you said, it's very narrow-minded, right? It's yeah, entirely, exactly. entirely narrow-minded, and not to disrespect religious people at all, but a lot of stuff is from ignorance and undereducation. Like if you only know one book, and there are about a trillion gazillion books out there, and you only reading one, I don't know what to tell you about your education. <laughs> like how you were not to disrespect people but it's real talk and I went to a Catholic school so I can talk first on it I know how it is and what they you know what they put in your head in regards to religious texts and 
ideals and all that stuff. And if you're not reading other things, you're going to be lost in one way of thinking and imposing that on other people. And it's like, you better just stop. Yeah. That worries me in terms of like, I feel like people limit themselves in terms of like, they don't, without trying, like, if you're just like, I only believe this and that's it. And like, you limit all the experiences and all the things that you can learn in life. Like, there's so much going on in the world. Like, there's so much to like, in university, I took a couple of religion courses just because I was just interested in other religions because I only knew mine. Right. And in learning other religions, that's why I say I'm not religious, but I'm, I say I'm spiritual in that aspect because what I've learned about different religions is like, there's certain things in each religion that make sense for me. Right. Mm. So then I've created a, a morality system for myself of which to follow. And mm. it's a lot of people just, we're, we've talked about blind faith before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have we talked about blind faith a lot and i feel i feel that and especially within the black community there's a lot of blind faith and i think me that relates back to slavery in that we just relate back to what we've been told and it's still a slave mentality mm-hmm. and until we start like reaching out like stepping out taking taking it upon ourselves to learn and to experience different things we're going to stay in that mentality. And so it's, it, it boils back to like what one of the other guys was saying on it, how like before anything you're black and that in itself is very narrow minded. Right. So you're saying, I was like, I'm a heterosexual woman. Right. It doesn't mean that I can't identify. I'm not going to, I'm going to say that I know everything about what it's like to live the homosexual life and how hard it is to be homosexual, especially in the black community. Right. So the first person I'm going to listen to is a homosexual person about their experience. Right. So if they're telling me I'm being marginalized because this, this, and this, I'm like, tell me more versus being like, ah, mm, you're black first. See, like, and- what I recognize, like coming from another place where being black is like celebrated and you, you're proud to be black, but where I'm from, you're proud to be black in a culturally understood way. And this is one thing I talk about with my friends all the time. Like back home, we have like our England, London, but then we have a subculture of the Caribbean or the African understandings, ideologies, practices and such. And it's like North America's black community what does that stand for? Like, what does that even mean? Like, I keep asking this question to people and it's like... The thing is, the thing is, when you talk about, like, North American Black community, what, like, I mean, I don't know so much about Canada, but if we talk about, like, for example, the state, what you're looking at... Wait, uh, who, wait, wait. Did you hear what he just said? Yes! <laughs> I don't know that much about Canada. This is a great Black what the hell what is the what show do you co-host like right what? and you're like i don't know forget canada like, fine are you fine, getting, are you, did you just fine, fire yourself fine. did you just fire fine. Yourself? <laughs> did you resign just then like was that wow. your resignation wow. what happened bro you are in canada man you gotta know things <laughs> yeah your things. canadian accent was that your canadian accent i mean i got a bunch of accents they just <laughs> I could be Canadian, eh? 
Uh. <laughs> now do a Canadian accent for the rest of the show, please. Let's let, let's try that. Oh, please don't make me have to kill that myself. That would be so hard. Then you have to that would be hard. It, mm, it would be, it would be annoying. I mean, not you. It's so funny. Okay, but uh, sorry, I got I interrupted you, but I have I had a question. So when you say North America, do you think Canada and the U.S. are the same? Yes. I've been coming back and forth to America since I was younger, so I used to see a lot of stuff that I was exposed to from early that I still see, and I'm not in the U.S. I'm in Canada, and it's very. I mean, you take a car and you're in New York. So to be honest, it's all in the same playing field like, to me. It's just maybe different laws that regulate, but the customs and the cultures and everything is very same to okay. me. To me. But, but I, I tell you what, when it comes to Canada, what I've noticed in Canada is usually what, whichever black culture is the dominant culture in that region is what people basically will start following. Uh, in Montreal, the ha- the Haitian culture is very much followed. Even, um, like, I mean, yeah, you have your African cultures, like your African communities here and there. Mostly mm. people follow and start, like, emulating what that culture is like. Uh, the same with, um, how you call it, up here in Toronto, uh, Jamaican, like, Caribbean culture in general being, like, the dominant one. I'm seeing folks that basically... Are turning to, turning towards that, be it, be it not only just like you know like um, like people from uh, like you know that are just coming into the country, like black folks just coming into the country, but even white folks themselves emulating that particular group. Right, right, right. I don't know yeah. if I hundred percent agree. Like I was like I was born and raised in Canada in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and uh, Winnipeg has in terms of our black culture. Like I grew up, I'm Caribbean, so I, uh, my parents are Caribbean. So I grew up very Caribbean and that's my first and foremost culture. Like if people ask me like, where are you from? I'm like, Canadian or St. Vincent? Like, <laughs> like which, which one do you want to know about? Right. Cause mm-hmm. that, that's my culture, even though I was born and raised in Canada because mm-hmm. my parents raised me very Vincentian. Like we were part of the St. Vincent and the Grenadines association of Winnipeg and I dance in the dance group and every like month we had a cultural event and like every weekend I saw my my cousins which is like 50 people deep every weekend hanging around with Vinci people so it's um I was very very deep in the culture and then a lot of my cousins are British right so uh, they would always come visit and it's and to me I see way more um, connection with British culture, Brit- British black people than I do with American black people. And, I, would, I would probably guess yeah. that is the Caribbean stuff, right? Yeah. Like, and yeah. I think that's part of it. It's just like, it depends on what I feel like if you're Caribbean, then yeah, it's very, very similar. But if you're not, then it, that's where I think a lot of the differences come from. Like I just went, I just went on vacation with 25 Americans. I was the only Canadian <laughs> and it was, and it was just like, it was weird. Like I, I, I came back and I said to my friend and I was like, and the black, they're black American, I'm black Canadian. And it was the one thing I kept saying, it was like, it's weird to me how different they are from us. Like mm-hmm. I find them so different and it's not, it's not a good or bad thing. It's just different. Yeah. Right. Like there's things about them that I'm like, I sit there and I'm like, oh, I wish I was more like that. 
And there's other things that I was like, ooh, I cannot do that. Like, you know what I mean? So that's why I say it's not, a good or, it's not like a good or bad thing. It's just different, right? Like it's just kind of like stuff they do that I don't understand. And there's stuff that I was like, oh, I wish I could be like this. Or I wish I was like more like that. And like, you know what I mean? Like I totally like jealous of it. So it's, it's just interesting that like I still, I see like such a huge difference in general. And like we're all of like the same age group and like it was just fascinating to me. I think yeah, I think there is because I lived out in the States for a little bit and as I said, I go back and forth. There is differences. I think I think the education systems are the very samey, I recognize though kind of samey. Well, the whole yellow school bus out front is the same ish they got in the States. Okay, that's prison looking bus that cotton and pork is. <laughs> that, 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 that real silly ass education that ain't nothing to even give a child let's be real I think our education system is a little bit better and that's part of that's some of the stuff that I mean in that like when I'm like <laughs> because like I'm like how come you guys don't read more like how come like nobody went to college like how come nobody like you know what I mean and I'm just kind of like I was just kind of like, whereas like everybody that I know, and it's also my social class, you got to put that into perspective too, but like all of my friends, we all went to university, like, you know what I mean? So that could be part of it. Like that could be me putting my privilege of my social class into that. Well, look at you flexing your privilege. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a real thing. And that's the thing though, like, if I like, and this is part of the problem is that people are not acknowledging their, I could just be like, Oh, why are they like this? Why are they like this? Versus like, okay, maybe I, I am coming from a privileged point of view and I need to like tone it down a minute and be like, Oh, maybe I'm coming from a different thing. Right. So recognizing that is part of the thing. Whereas like these dudes, as soon as I was like, uh, you realize that you're saying as a black heterosexual male that you don't think that you have more privilege over a black woman is a privileged view (laughs) and they're just like no that's not a thing and i'm like come on (laughs) men don't recognize misogyny do they as a female they don't like no offense rob i don't know do you feel like you recognize misogyny to be honest well, I do recognize it. Um, I do recognize it. Uh, in my, I look at it in myself, to be honest, and just I tend to recognize it from t- from time to time. I don't. I will, I will be honest. Like bad Rob. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that you acknowledge that. I appreciate that you acknowledge that. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that's that's half of half of it is recognizing the fact. Like I recognize my misogyny. Right. Like I like I don't know if we. I was talking about this recently. I forget where, who I talked to with about what with. Um, but I, when I used to perform spoken word and stuff, I wrote this piece called Patriarchy. And there's a line in it that goes, um, patriarchy is everywhere that I look and everywhere I see. Uh, in the books that I read, I choose to read and even in the way that I want a man to treat me. So like it's, it's so ingrained in us that it's like we actually look for it and want more of it. And so, like, if, if Rob, if you said that you're not misogynist at all, I'd be like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd have been like, come on. 
Listen, I, I, I be, I be a damn liar. But I'm not even. I know that. I know that. I'd be a damn liar if I said that. One thing, one thing about it though, um, like I do remember the first time I actually recognized it. Like I actually like saw it and everything. Um, I was at this. Um, what makes? Um, no, no, no. Uh, Manifesto had a, had had an event. I forget the name that they had, uh, the name of the event. But it's one guy, and he asked this question. And from now and from that point on, I kept asking everybody that men that same question. Um, and he asked every guy in the room, before you get out the house, what is it that you do to prevent to prevent from getting raped? Like, what are you? What are the measures that you are taking to to prevent yourself from getting raped? Wait, in the house. You asked and the, the guys were just laughing because like okay. Now he asked the men that question, right? Oh. And the guys were just laughing because it's like, what am I going to do? I don't care. <laughs> like I'm never gonna get raped. Like who's gonna try to rape me outside? Right? And then he went and asked the women that question. And then like just hearing the responses was just so I don't know, like to me it was just so overwhelming because it was just like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like the life of a woman is like that much different from the life of a man because yeah, they have to make sure that they have keys in their hand. They have to make sure that they walk in lit areas. They have to make sure that there's someone around, you know, and just in case there's, there's, there's an issue. Like it's just always, always being, being on the go and being ready to defend yourself. It's like you might, might as well live in a war zone. You know what I mean? And it is a war zone. <laughs> sometimes it is no it's and, like I when mean, you go out when you go out and when you're like oh i'm gonna drink tonight you kind of have to be like okay how many people am i with like who's got my back <laughs> like who's not who's not drinking too much today yeah somebody's gotta gotta take care of us and make sure that nobody like spike your drink or anything right um i even heard this one story one time girl is on the bus she's listening she has her earphones on reading a book not paying attention to nothing this guy like spotted himself in front of her and tried to talk to her and everything she's not hearing anything because the music is blasting in her ear and i'm pretty sure that's what she wanted to be like and this dude just like went nuts because he found it disrespectful that she did not acknowledge his hello (laughs) you know what i mean and it's just like now it, it becomes like it becomes a hostile situation for her where she has to, to, to think, hey, is this going to turn violent or am I going to be able to get home tonight? That type of thing. And that's the same thing we are facing, like us. Like, I mean, if we talk about us black people when we deal with police or when we deal with, uh, you know, white supremacy, that's what we're facing when we're out there as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, hey, like, I mean, I saw a video of a guy he was there to order a burger. Oh, I saw that. You saw the video, right? Yeah, and the guy pulled the gun on him. The guy pulled the gun on him because he thought that dude was with, uh, had, had a gun on himself. And he starts searching him. The guy didn't have a gun, but then he's forcing him to go and order. He's like, well, so you think I was here? I, was gonna, I came to get a burger. Now I don't want to eat because I just had a gun in my face. Yeah. And now you're holding me at gunpoint to order food. Exactly. Like craziness. Like I mean, Madness. that's a traumatic experience all in itself. And this guy with the gun <laughs> had his wife and kid with him. 
Mm-mm. But thought that was normal. In a restaurant. A I'm just saying, we all have to check our privilege at the door. That's, that's the one thing that we have to do. If we cannot recognize our privilege, then we're part of the issue. We're part of the problem. Yep. There's many problems. This privilege is, like I said before, like the undereducation of the matters. There's levels to it, in, in really. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're definitely like, it, in the ignorance, the ignorant part of it at times is just like some people just love to rest within their ignorance. They enjoy staying there in the ignorance because as they say, ignorance is bliss. They just enjoy staying in that bliss. Well, because they're in that privilege point of they're in that privilege, they're that uh, position of privilege. If they give that up, then they have to start realizing that they're not going to get that privilege anymore. France Fanon said that wretched, the wretched of the earth, the wretched of of the earth. This is a great book by this man. Wretched of the Earth. Recommend it. Malcolm X used to read this book. Anyway. So, uh, we're covering two topics today. We're going to switch to something lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was like, like, we we tackled a little bit hardcore. We're talking about privilege today. Um, Now we're going to talk about beards. (laughs) Beards. 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 Group beard game matters is like it is insanity. Like I feel like I've had like one. It took me a while to even get get in it. Like you have to be invited. Like it's like it's invitation only. And I was like, yo, how can I get in this? Because I'm hearing about this. Like who's inviting me? What? What's going on? And I finally got my girl got in while I was on vacation with the with the Americans. My girl got in and she invited all of us. And I was like, yes. So I got in. And um, it's a lot of eye candy. <laughs> it's a lot of eye candy. And like at first, you're just kind of like, what's happening? Like it takes you a minute to kind of realize. And after a while, you're just kind of like, okay, why not? Like, you know, like dudes objectify us so much. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was just kind of like, you know what? Like, why is it gotta be serious? Why is it gotta be serious? And you're kind of just like, after a while, you're just kind of like, okay, let me like this one. And you're like, okay, let me like this one. And now you're like, ooh, let me comment on this one. Okay. And then next second, you're in the DMs. Okay. <laughs> He's like, so like, good, I have to speak to him. Like, why is you just like, how'd I get here? <laughs> I'm here. I saw a post of girls no girls in comments talking about I will be a side chick. Wow, girls slow down. What? But the thing is that they will saying be it out loud. Is, they're just saying it out loud, but they've been doing it from time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> like boy, what a tea. <laughs> Gee, you know what? I, I, I want to read this thing, like, you know, it, it's actually a, a conversation between a boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, my so, God. The guy if is I had asking, a boyfriend, he would not be allowed. If I had a boyfriend, he would not be allowed in the group. I'm not, I wouldn't, I would, but I wouldn't be allowed in the group. Wait, you wouldn't be allowed to look at, you wouldn't let him be in the group as, like, topless or anything to me? 
No, his picture oh. doesn't need to. His picture needs to be out of that group. <laughs> <laughs> like the dumbest thing to me in this whole thing is women post posting their boyfriends and husbands, and I was like, why would you do that? Like, there's like a like what I say like a million thirsty women from all over the world. Mm. Telling your man, mm, I will do things to you. I was like, that's a bit much. But that's why cool. would you? Why would you? Why would you want all that? that? Mm, no, I had to think about. I was like, how do I feel about this? I don't like that. Robert, are you are you in big beard gang? Huh? Are you in? It's called beard members matter. What beard game yeah, matters? Beard gang matters. Yeah, beard, I got I got, I got I got dropped in there. Beard game matters. Yeah, beard I got dropped in there. So yes. you following the group? No, I, I was invited and I was just like, okay. So why didn't you post? Uh, I don't care to. <laughs> you should post a picture. You have a beard, don't no, you? Don't make me post your picture and tag you in it. <laughs> There's no beard going on. In the beard. Hold oh, on, let me screenshot. No, 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 no. You're shy, you're shy, you're shy. No. Don't tell us if you're shy and you don't want to be in the group. It's okay if you don't want to be. You know what's so no. funny? Guys always think they don't want to. Anyhow, <laughs> anyhow, I posted this. I posted Robert's photo in there and tagged him in it, and girls started coming in his DMs. He would be like, oh, You enjoy, you will enjoy your time. Right? <laughs> And most of it is like, honestly, most of it is completely harmless. It's just people talking garbage, right? Like people right. just like having fun because it's because it's the internet, right? But yeah. there's, there's some bold, bold women. There's women who are posting themselves being like, hey, I'm single. Here are my stats. I'm like. This is like online dating or something then. It is turned yeah. into a dating group. I think Instagram is online. Am I wrong to say I think Instagram has turned into some sort of hook up online. It's my, it might as well be an next platform of an online dating to me. Depends on how old you are. Yeah, yeah. People just jump in and get into, inside each other's DMs from time to time. So, Rob, do you be getting into someone's DMs from time to time, Rob? Hmm. On Instagram? Yes, hmm. No, not on Instagram. Not on Instagram. Snapchat? Facebook? Actually, I've done it on Snapchat. I've done it on Facebook. High five was the first time I actually did it. All right. Yeah, I actually dated the girl too. I don't even know what you see. Internet dating next high level. High five was long time. Was long time ago. Man. I got. I got no. My first one was MySpace. Ah. A dude came. A dude came in my DMs. In my DM, I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you my shirt. Stay woke. Uh huh. Mark Stoddard. Big up my ex boyfriend that I met on through MySpace. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> so both of you are just out here. Don't say I don't promote your stuff, Mark. <laughs> Online dating. Don't you like how I did that? I was like, that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> that was a big plug. It was I'm, so funny because they started talking about it. I was like, wait. <laughs> that's crazy. Mark, 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 you do you do great shirts, by the way. You do great shirts. Yeah, live it, wear it. It's uh, he has a lot of lot of great stuff. So um, we'll, I'll try to I'll remember to post the website on the link. Cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure people be hooking up 
through this beard thing by the sounds of it. Dude, I no, I had a D, I had my first DM conversation. It was interesting. <laughs> what did they say? Wait, they DM'd you. What did they say then? No, we were because I because I commented. He was the first one I commented on, and I was just like, I appreciate you. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I like that's what came into my head when I looked at his picture. And I have and I have a rule that like, okay, you can have the, there's the picture you posted that I'm gonna click on your profile and I'm gonna scroll through your pictures a couple times because you need to have at least four pictures that you look just as cute in. It can't be just that one. <laughs> I have a method. I have a method. <laughs> I see that. And uh, me and my one girlfriend, we like text each other. We were like, oh, did you see that? Like, what? <laughs> but it's, you know what the funniest thing is? I was like, I have never done anything like this in my life. And it's weird. It's a little bit weird. And it's kind of like, like posting. When I posted like a comment, I was like, it felt weird. Like I was like nervous. <laughs> what? what the heck? What are you nervous about? I don't know. Like it was just kind of like because you were putting oh. yourself out there, right? And uh, so I go. So what did I say? I should just post the. I should just screen post the screen screenshot of it. <laughs> so I was like, I appreciate you, and he's like, he's like, thanks. He's like, thanks, and I was like, baby, you got a passport. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of flying and hookups. I, I know. Tell. I'm like, please note, I just came from hanging out with my American girlfriends, and they influenced me greatly. <laughs> blame it on the yeah. I do I was like one thing I like love and appreciate about black American women is that they're very like straightforward oh yeah and I totally appreciate that and I like I want to be kind of more like that so uh, and then he replied he's like he's like yeah Toronto's my second home and I was like I was like all right how about we both make it your first <laughs> so he was real froggy. I don't know. Oh, she, was she was shooting. Go on. Shots. Okay. Shots. Okay. First of all, I'm not. I'm not really good at DMs and all that stuff. So. I wasn't. No, honestly, I've never in my life. <laughs> She's like, I was on the wild side. I, I was like, I was like, adrenaline's <laughs> pumping. I was like. <laughs> she said I left a comment it's when she said I left a comment and I was like wrong like I'm putting myself out there <laughs> oh, we need to go out and then we'll see how you put yourself out there I have no problem <laughs> putting myself out there out <laughs> <laughs> online's a whole different thing because it's like because like that's there it's all out there right I feel like it's a, even more out there than like if you do that and somebody's like no I don't want to dance with you the five people that were standing around there are the only people that saw that. Mm. Right? Mm. Not on the world to be, honest, to be honest, to be told that I don't want to dance with you is uh, <laughs> sort of a norm. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I mean, it's so normal. Oh, no. Really? No, no. It's normal. But I mean, I get those. It's just like, it's like batting average in baseball. I mean, if you get like, you know, at under 40%, you are doing good. When do you, okay, question, because I don't think I ever ask this question to any guy. When do you, what's a good appropriate time to go and see if you can get dunks? Like what mood in your head, like as a guy, as a girl, I know why, I know when the mood is, yeah. Where, what do you think? 
Let me use it. Eye contact first. Okay. It's got to be eye contact first. And, you know, recognition that, you know, yeah, we are, you know, we are vibing from afar like that. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Now time for me to shoot my shot. Okay, hold up that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Then you have to also check the situation, see where the mother hen is at, then you know, playing. <laughs> what about music? Because as me as a female, I only yeah. want to dance to certain songs. Like what songs would like you go up like slow jams? Is that when you first try and ask to go to dance? Or is it like, you know, I'm trying to figure out what this guy is like, like, what's your like, game like? like what's your game like? <laughs> what's your game saying Robert well slow dance slow <laughs> dance was usually a uh, high school dance that's when that's when we so they don't do slow dancing no more people mm-hmm. don't do at the end of the party though at the end that's of the party too late. that's too late you should have you should have made your move you should have gotten to the point I feel when the slow dance comes on <laughs> it comes on which is like three songs nowadays if at all is you should have already like kind of made connected it already so that when that slow song comes on she starts looking for you yeah pretty much but during the party i'm looking at reggae tracks reggae tunes how about soca that's can you dance to soca robert listen as far yeah, as i'm concerned can you walk up? Listen, Robert. Robert, I'm good with five minutes. I'm good with Soka for five minutes. After that, I get annoyed with Soka. You know, I know. Can you whine? Exactly. Like I was gonna say that next because me and my girlfriends were talking. Because me and my girlfriends, we always talk in our group chat and we get all reckless on that. Whatever. We were saying. Me on your group chat. In my girls' group chat, like my girls back home. Talk about. We I know that you had one of your one of your homies came from 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 England the other day. So, which homie came from England? Oh yeah, true say. Uh, but yeah, that that was a separate thing. But yes, these are my homies. <laughs> these girls and I, we was discussing the soca because we grew up in soca, right? And what I've come to realize is that guys that dance the soca can usually get it on in the bedroom. But the guys who ain't that good with the soca don't seem to know how to get it down in Well, too bad your theory's false. <laughs> the, theory, the theory don't work with me as far as I'm concerned. Okay, now. I will, listen, I got receipts. I got <laughs> references. <laughs> Look, I don't know, because I would say as a Caribbean girl, it's very much soca is stamina, right? I'm putting you on. I'm not trying to put you on blast for that. This is all open. We all grown folks. So uh, is, you get me? Like, Soka is stamina, right? Okay. That's why I say that. And then it's like, the man <laughs> that don't. No, no, no. I'm not trying to say you don't have any. I don't know what your game is like, Robert. I no, no, no. Listen, if I'm down at a Soka party, right? Soka fed, and just, you know what? For example, you got your Palance that plays. Which I'm very, I'm a huge fan of Palance. Oh my god! I'm a Get huge out! Fan. I love Palance. I will not. I refuse to dance to Palance. Play. You know how old that song is? Like, stop playing. It's very old. I'm stop a fan. I'm a fan of Palance. I'm a fan of Destra. 
Yes, if you play that strong. I don't have a problem with that strong, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just like, plants, I'm still upset over plants. <laughs> but you can't, like, you're saying things like plants. You can't walk your way some wine up to plants. So it would be interesting to see what you're doing is jumping back and forth. Exactly. But uh, that's me having fun at this point. Destra, you can't wine to Destra, no? It would be interesting to see you wine to some Destra. I will will pay to watch that. I got some soca. I can put put it on right now. What? Why (laughs) not? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's not that type of thing. It's not that type of thing. Loving this so much right now. No, back to the beard gang. Are we getting a show? No, we'll do it another time. Beard game group. (laughs) But anyways, so um, I'm gonna add you, Aaliyah. (laughs) Add me. Add me. Let me see what's going on. Add me. I haven't added anybody, but I'm gonna add you. It's funny. Like I want you to go in with an open mind. And just be like, screenshot, 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 send to the WhatsApp group. Just like, let's do this. Let's do this. You know, comment, be like, because you know what the funniest thing is that I had to, had to learn. I learned a lot about myself in this group. That's what I learned. It's a revelation. Michael's having revelations in there. I I need to know what the revelation was though. I'm a, I'm a thinker, right? Like I I contemplate things and I, I assess things. Mm. And um, it was really hard even to like pictures. Because it was like, there's something inside of, there was something inside of me. And I think it's a very Canadian thing. <laughs> I think it's a very Canadian thing. Is that it's like, we're very conservative in a lot of ways. In terms of like, I didn't want to be out there like that. And I don't want to be seen out there like that. And then I was just kind of like, who? cares and then as soon as i said that i was like like love oh wow it's just like it is and it literally like oh and then all of a sudden i'm like oh and and then they're like hey if you work out post your pic i was like picture posted (laughs) (laughs) right like and this is like as soon as i let go and i did it for like a day and i'm like yeah i'm over it now (laughs) you had your fun yeah like it was just like yeah that was fun But I'm over it. Okay. But it's just, I just find, I just found it the whole thing, the whole thing so fascinating. Canadians are very conservative. Me and my cousin, he's from England and he lives here. And we say all the time, like, the difference of cultures. And yeah, you guys are more like reserved on a certain levels, I guess. And you take things more like, I don't know, there's more, sub- like you want more subtlety in a lot of ways. Not too much, not too much. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's a subtlety, right? Like you want to keep things like, oh, we can't be, can't be all out there and crazy like that. <laughs> Not all the time. Right. Sometimes. <laughs> Just sometimes. Interesting. Well, I, I got, got jokes for you. What? I got jokes for you. What's that? You went in the beer gang group and posted your picture since we've been talking and now you have like 50 hits already? Woo! Go on. That's what we want to hear. First of all, I don't believe it. I, 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 no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Right? I refuse to believe it. Two. The joke now. Conversation between boyfriend and girlfriend. Dude says, I'm not playing with you right now, Liz. You in that gray pants. No, my bad. <laughs> oh, in the gray pants group. But still, go ahead. Go ahead with the gray pants. There's a gray sweatpants group as well. 
All right. So, anyways, I'm not playing with you right now, Liz. You're in the gray, gray sweatpants group, and she puts a zero as a response. And then he replies, come bring my credit card and my car now. Mm -mm. She replies, baby, chill, my homegirl must have added me. <laughs> and then he replies, nah, Liz, first it was the beard group, now <laughs> this, bring my, my credit card now. <laughs> Your groups are destroying relationships, folks. Look, this whole social media <laughs> life is destroying interactional relationships. That's really what it is. There's already, I already saw one situation where this guy posted and then this woman's like, uh, hi, I'm your wife. What are you doing in here? Yeah, I saw <laughs> Mate, you see it there? You see it there? Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, busted. And then I call people. They're not, they're not all nice either. Like, there's this one guy that posted a picture and his pose didn't, was, didn't fit the masculine pose, I guess, that people like. And people went in on him. And I was just kind of like, See, let's talk about let's talk about this for a second. This whole thing breeds so much insecurities amongst people, doesn't it? Because now this poor person is gonna feel some type of way now. I mean, everyone needs to feel validated, I guess. I guess, sorry, but but it's hard to when it's like we're looking for that validation constantly online. Like, are people not sexy in their own homes? Like, you're only sexy online, and you only feel sexy online, like. With See, filters? No, no. With filters and something else. You know, I was talking with um, me and Lincoln were talking, uh, you know, Lincoln Anthony Blake, me and me and him were talking about this the other day. We were talking about, we were talking about the beard game group last night. <laughs> 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 we, had, we were kind of giving him my jokes. <laughs> Sorry, um, go ahead. No, but we were talking about how some people basically outside of our social media, in their real life, these people have, they have no, like, no juice, no nothing. They just basically live the life where they go to work, come back home. And as soon as they log into the computer, that's when they have their 6,000 followers, 6,000 friends or whatever who are ready to hear them. You know what I mean? Like make those comments or whatever because that's where they feel big because real life sucks for them you know what i'm saying okay. and when it comes to social media that's a, that's a hard way to live man that's a horrible way to live exactly yeah. mm -hmm. i mean as far as i'm concerned like i mean especially if you were in school and you never like you know like you never had any form of uh i don't know i guess like uh social scene down there or something like that, or you didn't have like, you know, that many friends, you were that loner and everything. Once social media comes to you, it's just like, hey. But that's like what I keep saying, like I got my sister, right? My sister's younger than me. I've been watching her grow, all that good stuff. Now she's engrossed in social media, too much for my liking. So I'm always on her like, careful, this isn't real. This is only like an aspect of one aspect of reality. Like don't get sucked in, do not, let these things feed your insecurities. Thirteen. Okay, no, she just turned fourteen. These are fourteen-year-olds already caught up in like that insecure pattern. Like you said, if you were a loner in school, like, so I'm already seeing like 
the way the kids are affected. She had issues with her friends over it. They were giving cyberbullying. And I'm like, bloody hell, like the mom had to go down to school and all that stuff. So it's like social media is like a trip for kids and adults. And like we, like we get off, like what I'm realizing, what I'm realizing, I'm going to get all Canadian and American. What I'm realizing <laughs> is that I had to is that people are getting off online and people are getting off in person. Like the intimacy, the sexual nature of an individual isn't fulfilled anymore. Like there's not enough of, maybe is that enough? Because everyone's getting off online. That's so pathetic to me. Like you're a loser for getting off online and it's sorry whoever's getting off online, but I need, like I'm a woman at the end of the day, I got needs and all that good stuff. So it kind of suppresses that for us as women, men, because we're flipping getting off online, like literally. That's what we're doing, isn't it? Are we to a point? Like, I'm sure people go out, like you said, you catch the eyes, mm-hmm. get the eyes, but you know, more time. I I stay in my house. I just can't. Because I don't, I want the real interaction, but then it's like everyone's so warped into the getting off online. Wherever you look, everyone's getting off online. And it's like, how are we supposed to have real intimate interactions, personal to personal level, blah, 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 if we're all getting off online? You're right. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm not, I'm not even bashing these groups, but I know the mental of people, like you were saying, Devin, (coughs) sorry certain levels of people's different levels of education, your American friends that you feel like say, you know, they just got a different mindset to you. I feel the same way about a lot of people around me, which gives me more like goosebumps thinking, y'all is already kind of not, not to say you're not there, but already we're a bit, you're disconnected from what you should know and be akin to. You're already kind of disconnected. And then on top of that, you'll get enough online. It's like, who are we? What are we? What's everyone doing? Obviously, you've got online dating. That's one aspect. I get it. If you want to fulfill it, fulfill it. But then Instagram literally is online dating to me. I think everybody's just getting off online, linking up online. That's what's going on. That's what it feels like. I just want to talk about it openly because it's 2017. This is like the first time of our generation, or not generation, in our history. Let's say history of the world, of the earth, whatever you want to call it. This is the first time anything like this is happening. This is the first time technology is so rampant, right? Well, it's like, even looking just in general, like the US and the presidency and all that stuff, is his whole presidency is based on his tweets. I'm done. Right. Like, Kelly, I'm going to go now. Exactly. Right. But, like, it's ridiculous. Like, it's it's almost getting to a point where it's it's too much i saw i actually saw this video today too of this baby when i say baby i mean baby like this kid could not be more than like a year old and when they took the phone away this baby threw the biggest temper tantrum i've ever seen in my life until you gave him back the phone Mm. and i was just like flipping but it's i don't know and i see it like I have nieces and I, my cousins have kids and whatever, but I see that in general, like everybody's so, like, I feel like I'm just to a certain point addicted. Like if I forget my phone at home, it's like, uh, like, you know, like, 
I can't do this. I can't, oh, I can't do that. Like today I literally was sitting there and I was like, I need a break. I need a social media. <gasps> yeah. Nope. I need to come off social media for like at least like a whole weekend. Just do like a whole weekend of no social media. I turn my phone off from time to time. I literally will leave my phone in my apartment and go for walks because it got to a point where I was like, I know better. So I must do better, right? Yeah. I can't pretend like I don't know and don't do. Like you said, I went to university. I'm akin to like the study approach and the execute, study and execute. Can't do that glue to my phone all the time. Like it's not going to work. Yeah. I have to be an example to my sister as well. So I'm kind of like practice what you preach, right? All that good stuff. And also I was going to say that, um, oh, darn it, lost it. Something you said. Lost it though. Something you had said. Cheating. but i was like funny thing as i was like i was trying to find uh i had an article for our good news because we like to end on some good news um even though beard game matters is very good news Uh, it was funny funny that i was scrolling through to find it right and i was going through my um things where it goes through everything that you've liked because i was trying to remember where i saw it and I was going through it, and I had to scroll so far because of all the Beards Game Matters pictures that I was liking. And the last I was like, all right, this, this needs to stop. <laughs> I literally had a moment where I was like, okay, we, we need to come out this group. <laughs> Look, girl, get yours, get yours, get yours. I will go in there and preach, and I'm saying what I'm saying, but I will go and preach, sorry, I will preach. Like, I like eye candy just as much as the next person. What do you mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Just eye candy. That's all it is. But then people wow. take things. I'm just talking about those who maybe take it too serious. Like, oh, the whole. I had to tell, take it too far. I had to tell a friend the other day, go read a book and leave me alone online. Like, for me to have to tell you that, I've never told no one that before. Like, leave me alone. Don't worry about tagging. Don't worry about none of that. Why I didn't look at your tag? Shut up. Go and read a book. I feel like I'm doing better for you as a friend to say something like that. Stop bitching about what you see. I'm not responding to you online. How old am I? I'm living my life. Go and read a book. That's how I feel. Hilarious. Um, Okay. Awesome. So um, the good news that I just wanted to uh, share a little bit is Nova Scotia. Um, after 200 years without land title, Nova Scotia Black communities are offered hope. So the empty lot in North Preston, Nova Scotia has been in the hands of Elaine Kane's family for many years, a connection that stirs, blah, 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 blah. Um, on Wednesday, Kane welcomed uh, the announcement that the Nova Scotia government will provide funding to help people in five historically black communities gain legal ownership over the land that they've claimed for their for generations. Mm. Jesus, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, how long did that take? Like generations, like how long have we been in Canada? And this has been their land, but they actually had no legal rights over it. That's... To, 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 to be honest, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it, it, it's kind of weird for me. Like, you know what, you, it's like you own, like you own your car, but you have no legal rights to it. True. That's true. 
Like, well, it's like, it's like they're leasing it forever. So like one day they don't make one payment and the, all of a sudden they can come and be like, oh, that's ours now. That's hmm. back. Um, so like, what was the one part I wanted to talk about? Um, it probably can be traced back two centuries when the government gave plots of land to black loyalists for their support during the American Revolutionary War and to black re- refugees, former slaves who sought refuge after the War of 1812. So the, but the government, however, did not give deeds, which meant those who settled never officially owned the land they lived on. How crazy is that though, right? Like, cause even like the, the, they just made the book of Negroes, which is not a real, like, which is not based on a real story. It's a made up story, but, um, but it's based on real events, right? That transpired historical events. And yeah, like, we never even thought about the fact that they didn't have deeds. I don't think I knew. I don't think I knew that before that, before this. Did y'all? No, I, I agree with you. I mean, the thing is, at the end of the day, when it comes to um, when it comes to um, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little iffy. I, 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 when we speak about land, especially when we speak about Canadian and American land, I'm thinking back to who was here first, <laughs> whose land it really sure. was. <laughs> so The land that was given away, <laughs> to, yeah. that they weren't even there to begin with. Yeah, pretty much. So it's uh, like, I mean, I'm happy for the, the Scotians who actually get to actually have access to their, um, to the land they claimed, like, you know, for the past five generations. But again, who was here first. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Who's land was it to begin with? Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. That's... But it's good for them. It's good for them. We're happy. Okay. I'm. I'm just looking at it now. Thanks. Thanks, Dalton. I just shared it. I just shared it to our crew. I'll make sure I'll try to put that in when I post this video live for y'all that are watching. All right. So, what do y'all think? So, make sure you comment. Uh, share with us. Uh, you don't have to email us. Just like comment. Comment on the Facebook post, comment on the YouTube post, comment on the SoundCloud post, like wherever it is, comment right there. If you don't want other people to see, message us in the Great Black North. You can private message us. Do what you got to do, right? Yep, 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 yep. You can do that. And um, if you want to send an email, if you feel like sending us an email, the email goes to talkback at gr number eight blk north.com I like I'm it like this. <laughs> that's how it goes because i hold up a sign or something i know right <laughs> what the heck did you just say robert right i said it's a great said. it's a great black north but it's just like shortened yeah shortened. gro with an abbreviation with the eight that's oh. a lot that's why I say just message us like Facebook. We are in the age of technology. We just discussed this. <laughs> Where were you, Robert? <laughs> I know. No, but I'm just saying we just discussed this. Use it. Facebook, YouTube. Get on, Robert. iTunes, wherever we are. Wherever you see us posted, wherever you're listening to us, respond. Or you can yeah. follow us. You can follow me at Devin MD Jones. See on my screen, Devin MD Jones. Yeah, just put an at in front of that. No spaces. And you got me. Robert, do you want people to follow you on social media? 
You can follow me at RM Definitive or at, M, at Mr. Underscore Mulolo on Twitter. That's too much. You can follow me at Robert Mulolo, the author on Facebook. Choose one. Branding. I'm, I'm, I'm giving everybody everything. No, but branding. So make I, sure I'm all definitive. your social media I links are definitive. the same. RM Definitive is where we at. R-M-E-F-I-N-I-T-I-V-E. All right, Aaliyah, do you want people to follow you? Sure, follow me. As well as cinematography, I do performing arts. So I do a lot of like visual performance stuff, singing stuff. So Aaliyah Janae, as it says, without the Christie. So at Aaliyah Janae, Q-L-Q-F. That's me. Q-L-Q-F? Yeah, at Aaliyah Janae, queen lost, queen found. So that's like my mm. cinematography. Oh, yes. All right. Yeah. So I was going to ask you what that QLQF meant, but I like it. Queen lost, queen found. Like it. Thank you, guys. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. Robert, so, let's um, go. I hope you guys just don't go too much into the gray sweatpants group and the beard game group. Boy, that's what I'm, like, I, how much gray sweatpants can we look at though? Like, I was like, um, what you seeing in the sweatpants? What can you see in the sweatpants? Uh-huh. See the imprint. I'll go in that group. I'm joking. <laughs> and she's like, shoot. <laughs> I like to see an imprint. I'm joking. You're not joking. anyways oh my gosh listen this was this was an interesting episode to say the least thank you guys for having me i appreciate so how many episodes have you done so far then oh by the way by the way or 26 so i just want to say i just want to say anniversary yes it is our anniversary Yay! Like you guys are so cute. Like it was like a couple moment. Like no, baby, I'll tell you some other things. Don't put me with him. Don't put me with him. (laughs) We are together, right? We are together. Sorry, side note. This girl, this girl on here uh, in the beer game group. She's like, look, if I like your picture and you comment back. Just know that we now go together. <laughs> oh, yeah. People do too much. Um, I was like, I was like, someone, but that's the thing. Half of it is just the jokes because some people. Oh, are- Ooh, I caught jokes off of that. All right. Yay, it's our anniversary. We've been doing this for one year. Oh, my gosh. And this was your anniversary over a year. That's amazing. I'm grateful to be on this one, and that's cool. Yay! Happy welcome to the anniversary show. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! What is that from? Animaniacs or something? Something. Some cartoon of the childhood. (laughs) I was like something from my childhood. You know them ones, right? (laughs) By the way, I recommend everybody watch the Def Jam uh, 25 year anniversary. Uh, I will. Yes. Yeah. I'm about to do that. I'm about to find me funny. Something, something to funny. eat funny. and do that. Funny. It's funny. It's funny. I have enjoyed it. I'm about to. Uh, no. Actually, I have to go. No, 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 no. 
Anyways, yes, this is all. Rubs of men. This was an amazing episode. Aliyah, thank you for coming. Thank Your you. accent, I always love it when you come and speak to us. It's uh, I didn't get to hear too much of the Canadian accent as I was hoping, but it's all good. I like the Canadian accent. It made me laugh. Thank you, guys. I was like, is that what we sound like? Is that what we sound like? Oh, gosh. Too funny. You don't want to hear my British accent. Go on, though. Let's go. Hair. It's horrible. No, and I have to, like, it has to be just put on. Like, I just have to start talking in it. I can't think about it. Okay, so how are you today, darling? What's going on with you then? It's not going to happen. Do you know what I'm trying to read? I it it it's, in it's, like, it's like when I when I'm when my cousin comes to visit and like we'll just be talking and then it will just come out. I'll just start talking like her, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, it's like I can't. And it's just like when I was in with my friends, with my American friends, I just picked up their accent and I was just like, I was like, why do I sound like? Why am I speaking like this? Like I had to be like conscious to like. Stop <laughs> Oh no! Don't drop. It happened. <laughs> you see me going back. It happened. Oh, there it goes. Doing the Issa Rae thing. We got to talk about the, for the D challenge that they did. Oh my God! So funny. Oh man. Oh, you I love it. I was, I've seen a few. At least I can rhyme. When Yvonne Orgy tried to do it with Rotimi, Rotimi is like, "Yo, you're off beat." <laughs> that is foul. I died. He literally was like. No, stop. He's like, you're off beat. <laughs> you're off beat. Like, relax. I was thinking to do it, but my mouth is a bit too dirty. And I'm like, I don't need to be saying all of that for the dick. <laughs> and on this note, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hilarious. On this note, I want to say, um, I am your favorite author, Robert Bonolo, signing off. <laughs> I am your favorite great Black North host, Devin M.D. Jones. You going to keep signing off. <laughs> and I am, I don't know who I am, Toronto's fresh face British Caribbean girl signing off. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hi, folks. Thank you. Mm. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thanks.